Welcome everyone to the show of requirements, a Harry Potter podcast presented by the Gazebo Fat Network. My name is David Gonzalez. I'll be your host for today. And I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Spencer Price and Abby Tooley. What's up, guys? So we are doing something that we haven't done for a while. If you can remember, Spencer did a kind of series where he outlined three films known as basically the Marauders trilogy. Um, So that was his writing room session. And the writing room is back on the show of requirement where we're going to be kind of walking through what should they do for the secrets of Dumbledore? This is an episode that I think will be fun. The the intention here is not to say that we can do it better, but really it's just a fun way to really test our abilities with the writer's pen and to try and come up with a great story and concept um, that we think would be really, really cool. So I think you mean the I'm writer's excited. quill, David. Mm. Yeah, fair. Mm. Yes. It's a really good point, Spencer. But not a quick quotes pill. Right. Quill. Mm-hmm. And before that, Spencer just has a little bit to share with us. Uh, Connor, you want to do a little recap? Yeah, I thought it'd be a good opportunity, especially for people that have not watched these in a long time, maybe people mm-hmm. that are new to the podcast and haven't listened to. We did episodes over these uh, last fall. We did a little rewatch of the first two movies. So I thought it'd be fun to just do a really fast uh, recap of these. And it it's it's got a bit of so I, I couldn't help but put some Spencer thoughts into it. Uh, so David's gonna really love this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> I'm gonna just gonna try and fly through this because it'll be fun. All right, Fantastic Beasts recap. Uh, starting with Fantastic Beasts and where to find them or Fabauft. Goodness. Here we go. <laughs> First of all, Gellert Grindelwald, he's just he's just a bad dude. He's a bad guy. It's 1926. Uh, meet Newt's commander, magizoologist, getting off a boat in New York City. He's in America because he rescued this imprisoned Thunderbird named Frank, and he's taking him to Arizona. He wanders into a muggle gathering where this weird pale lady is ranting about wizards and witches. Uh, she kicks off the iconic, are you a seeker too? And Newt replies, I'm more of a chaser, really, which is classic. Mm. Anyway, there's this uh, weird magic or creature that's destroying buildings and stuff in New York City. Uh, This wizard detective named Graves is looking into it. Newt bumps into Jacob, a muggle, or no badge for the the weird American wizards, uh, and boy are they weird. Uh, Newt's case accidentally opens up and a Niffler breaks out and starts running through a bank. Uh, Newt's then picked up by Tina Goldstein, who's an oar for the Magic Congress of the United States, a long name that they will later abandon who, along with Graves, tries to take them in, but Jacob had a switcheroo with Newt's suitcase an accident, so it's a race to get the creatures back. They take a quick old pick stop at the Goldstein sisters' place where we meet Queenie Goldstein, uh, Tina's sister. She's a natural legilimens, which, long story short, means she can read minds. Jacob is pretty fond of her, and he's, he's having a dope time with the magic world, obviously. There's a bunch of cuts back and forth to the the weird seeker lady's creepy orphanage and this odd quiet boy named Ezra Miller. Just kidding. The character's name is Credence. Or is it? Anyway, Graves and Credence are working together to find this creature thing. 
At the same time, there's the fun story of Newt and Jacob getting crazy fun creatures back. Uh, the secret lady and their group go to the senator and his dad, the mean businessman, who was the nice dad and national treasure, but that's not important right now. They send them away. <laughs> then later, the evil creature kills the senator. This is where we find out that the creature is an obscurus, an evil creature that forms in magic children who suppress their magic. Usually, the kids die at a young age. Newt has an obscurus in his case from trying to save a kid that had one, but it's not the same one. Tina catches Jacob and Newt and takes them to the magic president, Pickery, and they get interrogated by Graves, who finds Newt's obscurus. Newt's like, no man, I'm not with Grindelwald. And then there's this heck of creepy torture chamber scene. Wonder if JK has a problem with the death penalty. Who's to say? But last second, they get out of it with the help of Queenie and a creature of Newt's. The group goes to a bar to get more info, and they capture the last two beasts. Graves goes to see Credence, who kills the Seeker Lady. Credence is the Obscurus. Credence wreaks havoc. Graves wants a piece of the power. Newt stops him. Credence appears to die. Graves turns out to be Grindelwald, disguising himself with magic. Wonder why the Order of the Phoenix couldn't do that, because Mad-Eye Moody had to spend like six months of his life making Polyjuice Potion. I digress. Anywho, through creatures and stuff, Frank the Thunderbird magics all the muggle memories away with the rain, including, sadly, Jacob. With a kiss from Queenie, the group say goodbye to their muggle friend. Through his now unremembered friends, Jacob gets the funding for his bakery. And we see through his bakes a bunch of familiar creatures. And then he sees Queenie. So we realize that Jacob remembers more than you think. And that ends... And that fantastic beast and where to find them or Fabauft. Pre-apologies for what's to come, but to quote Boromir, one does not simply quickly review Crimes of Grindelwald because it's a doozy. <laughs> fantastic beast, the Crimes of Grindelwald or Fabcog opens up in 1927 with Grindelwald being held up at the American Ministry of Magic, quote unquote. He's being transported via Thestral carriage to England to be tried for more crimes there, but oh no, one of the American Ministry's guys is a bad guy and helps him escape. He destroys the bad, good guy's wands, because you can destroy wands now, and he escapes. Uh, Newt's back in England. He's trying to appeal to be allowed to travel again, and Auror Theseus, he's also Newt's brother in that order, is like, hey, don't screw it up, because we got an offer. The British Ministry... Uh, explains that Credence is still alive and he's in Paris and they'll give Newt his travel back if he looks for Credence. And Newt's like, ah, no thanks. Uh, Theseus double checks with him on him being the best man in Theseus and Leda's wedding, which Newt doesn't, he's not super psyched about it. But Then there's a fun scene with Dumbledore. Uh, Newt calls out Dumbledore for connecting him to Frank the Thunderbird and making the first movie happen. And Dumbledore asks Newt to go after Credence, and he kind of says yes, but he can't really say no. Newt goes back to have another fun magic case scene, except it's his basement this time. His assistant quietly has the hots for him, but Newt's like, nope. Uh, Jacob and Queenie show up. Queenie's been love-spelling Jacob the whole time, and Newt cuts that out. Uh, Queenie tells us Tina's mad at Newt for not talking to her. A uh, picture in a magazine shows Newt with Lita and Theseus. The article says Newt's engaged, but we know that's not true. It's Theseus. Jacob tries to fix things with Queenie uh, because in America, witches can't marry muggles. So Jacob's like, I don't want this relationship to keep going on. And Queenie runs off. 
So now Jacob's longing to fix things with Queenie and Newt's longing to fix things with Tina. Tina attends a wizard circus in Paris where Credence is working. Uh, there's a girl there that's named Nagini. Yes, she's that Nagini. Uh, she also turns to a snake, apparently permanently later on. Um, they make a scene and get out and on the run, and then a big creature gets out of the circus for Newt to catch later. <laughs> Tina meets Yusuf, who's also looking for Credence. Yusuf captures and locks up Tina. At some point, the British wizard police go to see Dumbledore, and through a magic slideshow in the Mirror of Erised, we see Dumbledore and Grindelwald were, were kicking it. Uh, in a flashback where McGonagall maybe shouldn't have been there, Lita and Newt are both social rejects, but they're buds and maybe sort of a couple. Anyway, back to the present. Jacob and Newt track Tina's movements and they meet Yusuf, who locks them up too, just briefly. Uh, Yusuf has some kind of parasite, magic parasite, so they help him with that. And then he reveals that he's sworn to kill Credence because he's his half-brother or something. Uh, Credence finds his old nanny. Bad English wizard guy fails to catch Credence on purpose because he's a crony of Grindelwald's, but he kills the old nanny. Grindelwald's like, hey, Credence, looks like the good guys are the bad guys. Newt and Tina break into the French Ministry of Magic, have a heart-to-heart, try to get documents about Credence's true identity, but their plan goes south and every character from all 13 corners of the story shows up at the Lestrange tomb. A lengthy scene of exposition occurs where we learn that Credence is probably not Lestrange, but that's about all we know. Uh, and a big stadium in the graveyard? I just realized just now that that's very confusing. I don't know why, what that place is exactly. Grindelwald does another magic slideshow where he's like, World War II is coming, kids. Join me. And the British magic police kill someone in the room. Uh, Grindelwald makes a big ring of fire of trust or something, and Queenie joins Grindelwald, but Jacob refuses to join her. Lita sacrifices herself to save Theseus and everyone else. Uh, the fire is also a creature, I think. And Nicholas Flamel, oh yeah, I forgot. He's also in this movie, shows everybody how to stop it. Uh, Niffler risked himself to get this certain item off of Grindelwald, which was a blood pact, which is why Dumbledore and Grindelwald can't fight each other. So the good guys all bring that back to Hogwarts. Newt looks at it with Dumbledore, and they agree to find a way to break the blood pact together. And then Grindelwald tells Greedence he's Dumbledore's brother, but 30-plus years younger, and he gives him a wand. So Greedence out for revenge, I guess. And that brings us to now. All righty. That was a very long road that we have to find ourselves in, um, or that we don't fi- have to find ourselves in. We're just in it, you know? Uh, and so this is where we get to the secrets of Dumbledore. Okay, so we got to do a couple of things. And this is really going to be conversation-based. Uh, and then we will kind of hit some some things that we'd love to see in this movie and where we want the story to go. So first... Um, the first question I have really is, do we want to use dynamics already from the trailer that we've seen so far? Or do we want to just create our own thing from scratch? I like the trailer. I'm pretty optimistic about Secrets of Dumbledore, mm-hmm. regardless of how I feel about the previous installments. Right. Hmm. I, I kind of like the characters. I like the I, I like the people we have to work with. Right. And with so I I was thinking that we could just go ahead and kind of run with, okay, the things that we already know and just kind of talk about some things that we really love to see and maybe 
bring some more clarity to certain characters that we didn't see in the trailer, Tina, (laughs) and really just kind of play around with the space that we have so far. And so one of the things that I think needs to happen is a simplification of the story. I think the issue with the crimes of Grindelwald at times, pretty much throughout the entire film, let's be honest, (laughs) is there's too many things going on compared to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And I, I think I appreciate the... How do I want to say this? I really appreciate the the chance that they took to do that. Um, and it took a lot of guts and it took a lot of courage. Uh, it just didn't really work out that well uh, when it comes to making a story make sense to where you don't have to watch the film multiple times to get everything. So I think we need to go back to the basics here to where we have three acts to get this movie going. We have an act one, act two, act three. Anything with an act four is just way too much. We don't need that. Uh, And so that's what I think we need. Second is more of a question. Do you guys think we need a reunion with everyone back together either in the third act or at the end or not at all? What do you guys think? I don't know. I feel like it'd be nice to have the team back together again, but I'm also trying to think about the fact that there are more movies coming after this. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't exactly. Know where those are going. I don't know exactly what you're asking. Do you want, because we have a good guy crew. Like the trailer did establish that. Right. With And the trailer is not too descriptive. I'm not saying that. Um, are you saying like we want Queenie to be reconciled or... So what I'm saying is, is that I think that there are three different kinds of stories going on in this movie. I think we obviously have kind of the the main crew, you know, the big team going off and doing their own thing. Then this is where I think we have Tina. She's doing something else. And then we obviously have the Dumbledore story happening as well. So do we have all three of those kind of stories come back together or do we just keep them separate for the entire film? I don't think, unfortunately, books probably could pull something like that off, but I don't think Mm -hmm. a movie could, especially like we just said with a streamlined story, like act one, act two, act three, it needs Mm -hmm. to have like the buildup, climax, after the climax. The final battle has to be somewhat significant. Mm -hmm. And so I think it wouldn't make sense if the whole team wasn't there. And that being said, we can have Dumbledore. Dumbledore might be separated from our our good guy team Mm -hmm. with the, you know, uh, the Ilvermorny Professor Hicks and Theseus and Newt and uh, Mm -hmm. Jacob and all them. Like they can be together at the end. Like I think that makes sense. Okay. So with that, I'm going to say something that I didn't say before, but I'm feeling I'm feeling a, a bit bad. Okay? <laughs> I think what this movie needs to do is I think someone needs to die. Dude, you're so bad. And I think it has to be someone of significance. 
it has to be a character that we love and that their death will have some meaning moving forward. Dumbledore. <laughs> yes. Just, yes. Is it going to be Queenie that. or is it going to be Jacob? Just kidding. <laughs> if it's Jacob, no one will watch these movies anymore. <laughs> I don't, yeah. That would be rough. I, it, it will be rough. I don't, I don't know who I want it to I be. I think I... I think it has to be Credence. Mm. Not, see, not I haven't even I, thought Credence yet for this even, movie because yeah. I'm assuming he'll still be Because gone. this is going to end with Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So if someone's going to die, which I would personally think if I was writing this, I would probably kill Credence off in the fourth one to mm-hmm. level the playing field. Not that Dumbledore's going to kill Credence, but more like right. something, more probably like Grindelwald's going to kill him or, or that he's going to turn on them or something. Um, Credence just feels the, the best narratively. Him mm-hmm. or Queenie. Yeah. When uh, you said like one of the characters we really care about, I wasn't really thinking Credence. I was thinking probably <laughs> Queenie. <laughs> I let you know exactly what Abby thinks of Credence. I don't, when you I'm, said the I'm word care, it one. was a... Uh, it was uh, like, oh, there's a lot of love in my heart. Credence right now, he's very lost. I wasn't thinking like main, like feel good character. Credence, mm-hmm. Credence, you pity right. him. We can and see, and that's when, it, when, I, when I said someone of significance, I was really talking about someone on the good side. Yeah. But I'm I wasn't saying thinking Credence about is, bad guy. I'm saying yeah. Credence is a, a vast potential to turn good, I think. Or, yes. or I think so too. Uh, so probably not Credence though, just because say, it's the third movie. I say I do think you'd be right though. Is that that's more of a fourth movie thing? But I mm-hmm. think, yeah, I thing. think he's gonna. I think he's gonna die. Let me rephrase that. Um, let's just like it, let's evaluate here. Newt uh-huh. Newt won't die for many reasons, but right mostly because we know he lives past this. Him and, and Tina, Tina get won't. Tina gets married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get married yeah. to, so Tina won't, to each so other. Tina won't die. Right. Jacob feels too beloved and too marketable. Like he's a very mm-hmm. enjoyable character. So I think mm-hmm. it would be the last straw for a lot of people if he died. Yeah. For like you said, the only reason why people are still watching these movies is because of they, Jacob. They know. They like the studio knows that. Like he's a, <laughs> yeah. he's he could come back to life or something. You know, Dumbledore, I was just thinking, though, Dumbledore could, like, not fake his death, but he could die, quote unquote, and there'd be, like, a movie where they're trying to fight the war against Grindelwald without Dumbledore. That'd be, that'd be an interesting twist. I think that would, I think that could happen. Mm. But again, that could also be So then here's the question. (laughs) Here, here is the question then. This is the writing room. Mm -hmm. Do we want to run with that idea? Are we ambitious enough to run with that? That feels more compelling to me Mm -hmm. than Queenie. Albeit everyone knows that Dumbledore doesn't die, but that would drive a lot of engagement too. Like everybody's going to be talking about how is Dumbledore, how did he not die? Mm -hmm. Like however we kill Dumbledore in this theoretical sense. Like it would make people want to come back to see what happens. Abby, what do you think? I don't know. 
I'm still I'm still kind of feeling the heartache of killing off a character we love. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that sounds um, awful. Queenie probably but... would be the most logical choice, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I feel like Theseus could die, but I like Theseus. It's too soon. He's just starting to get more yeah. screen time. So I'm also... Unfortunately, I'm also thinking Queenie. Although we did just lose Lita Lestrange in the last movie. I don't know. Are we gonna is someone gonna die in every movie? <laughs> no one died in the first one. Yeah. We all thought Credence did, but he didn't. Yeah, we thought we thought he did, but then they gave us a hint that he didn't. Yeah. We knew pretty uh, I feel like we knew then, pretty early on that Credence didn't die. Yeah. And I also I also don't think that Lita was a death that was extremely significant. I think that it was nice for her to sacrifice herself and for her to have like a redeemable kind of end. But I wasn't necessarily just like heart torn by her mm-hmm. death. No, I but think I think Newt and his brother were though. They were, yes. I think this one though is some this death has to be one that the audience just really is just like, oh man. Yeah, we gotta go with Queenie. And I think I think we can do it in a way to where it it's done well and it's not something to where it, it doesn't feel forced. I think her death could be very significant for the story as a whole. Um, because I think what we can we can say with Queenie's death is that she's able to be redeemed with her sister, with Jacob, um, and also to the fact that Grindelwald's hold is not more powerful. Uh, this is going to sound cheesy. I'm, I'm going to try and find a different way to phrase it, but Grindelwald's like influence cannot overcome like the power that is friendship, love, et cetera, et cetera. Is Queenie going to die saving Jacob? This sounds that's, like- where I'm, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be, and to me, I think her death is still, it's not just going to be as simple, oh, I'm jumping in front of a spell. I think it's like us really showcasing who Queenie is as a wiz- like a, like a witch overall. Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna go out with a bang, pun not intended. <laughs> but that's who I'm thinking that we need to settle on in this. Now let's go ahead and let's let's kind of talk about. Okay, what are we gonna do with specific characters? What? So first, let's talk about the the Avengers team. <laughs> so let's talk about New Theseus, Yusuf, Hicks. Jacob and Bunty. What what is the plan? What should they be doing? More Bunty, I say. I don't know what that looks like, but <laughs> Bunty is fun. I feel like there's gonna be some sort of line somewhere that somebody's trying to figure out how to break the blood pact. Whether that mm-hmm. be the whole group or whether that be Tina's thing. Um I think Dumbledore seems to be sending the team off to do stuff to mm-hmm. fight Grindelwald and Dumbledore's mm-hmm. going off to find out how to break this blood pact. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a little, but a little both. 
Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like Newton, Theseus are crawling around those caves or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some deep Brazilian magic or magical artifact or something they're looking for that can help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with Tina, I think I think Tina is, is going to be I, I here's what I think. I think the reason why she wasn't in the trailer is cuz maybe for the next trailer she's going to be maybe more of like a feature in the second trailer is what I'm hoping. Mm. Uh and so I think that we need to do something that really to where we like we we sit with Tina and we struggle with her. Um, what does that look like? Here's one of the things that I was thinking of, and we you we could shoot this down. Uh, I'm not married to this idea, um, but it's basically that Tina is recruiting people to go up against Grindelwald, um, but she has someone with her, and this is where again we can shoot this down. This doesn't have to happen. <laughs> Just hear me out. It could be Nagini that goes with go her. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think what could happen is that they're both kind of like leaning on each other as Tina has lost Queenie and Nagini has lost Credence and they're trying to deal with that. But also Nagini is getting closer and closer to fulfilling the fate of her curse uh, and may be lost after the secrets of Dumbledore. What do you guys think about that? I kind of have a counter idea. Okay. Um, and we can have two characters in this, but maybe Tina. Tina seems to be like a spy type. Mm -hmm. She's really a lone wolf. Almost like a a different personality, Mad-Eye Moody, if you will. Which is what we saw in The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yes. Um, I'm thinking they are all together mm -hmm. at Hogwarts to maybe dispatch... Or Tina's not there and Dumbledore has already sent Tina off on her mm. own to track Grindelwald's movements. And because this was in the poster, maybe she has Fox with her, the phoenix, hmm. kind of getting her around. I like that idea. I think that'd be a fun subplot and kind of would be a better way than just cutting to what Grindelwald's doing. Mm -hmm. We actually follow Tina and there's tension there because we don't want Tina to get caught. Right. Right. Do you think there could even be maybe a scene between Grindelwald and Tina knowing that Queenie has been influenced by Grindelwald? I don't think Tina's going undercover. I think they would know she would be lying. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, like, he's trying to join their side. I'm just meaning that they have a confrontation at some point. I'm sure it'd have to come to some like, kind of... briefly. Yeah, it'd have to come to some kind of point, but it'd have to be late mm -hmm. in the film. Right. And the other thing I was thinking about was if there was going to be another spy, I would think Yusuf. Because Yusuf's not seen with the group. Yeah. He's not seen with the group, and also he has some scenes... I, I could be wrong. I just watched the trailer today... And 
I think that he has a scene with Grindelwald. I think that was him mm. who's kind of getting his memories taken out. Oh, really? I guess that, I think I so. You don't really see the face I, of the person, if I remember. It's right. it's hard to see the face, but it looked a lot like his character, like same hairstyle, same like mustache. I think it's him. So, so they could both be spying after. Maybe my not, only, I not guess together, but right. <laughs> but my yeah, I guess that would be my question of just if. If he's if Yusuf's doing his own thing, like why is he technically part of the team of like the the big team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but true. They separate, so so that makes that makes sense, I guess. But I think Tina's gone before the crew gets together, right? Because Theseus says that line, mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. it's just not in the movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just for the trailer. Uh, it's a very MCU move that Warner Brothers wouldn't yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> very, very true. I, I like the idea of having Tina kind of spy on Grindelwald and his movements, Yusuf kind of getting in the mix on that as well. Um, I think what's really, really important is Credence's character. And, or I guess I should say Aurelius's character. Mm-hmm. Only because... <laughs> And if he, he, we don't have a video component, so no one saw Spencer roll his eyes when I said Aurelius. <laughs> but I think we need to spend some time with this character. I think developing his magical abilities, because uh, like he's he got given a wand mm-hmm. like just just recently. So I think yeah. what I, I kind of cool first scene is kind of seeing him run like some kind of training course or doing some kind of exercise where we get to see his power on display of just how much he has grown um, both physically and hair length wise. He's been training for a long, long time. I was going to ask you, David, how long you think he took to grow out that hair? Well, (laughs) you know, we have to think about the time jump that has taken place because yes, a one year time jump between Fantastic Beasts (laughs) and like where to find them in Crimes of Grindelwald. And this yeah. whole series is supposed to end in 1945. Mm-hmm. We we need a jump. We need to. It can't be just 1928. Like, so seeing the length of his hair, and I can't believe I'm act, I actually have the experience to really talk about this. <laughs> but if my hair was as short as Credence's was in the Crimes of Grindelwald, to get it to the length that he had it, it's gonna take at least three years mm. for him to get there. It's a long time. Uh, so 1930, minimum. So minimum, minimum 1930. Um, so he's been, he's been training for, for three years. Uh, and I think we need to get some first-person narrative going with him as well. And I think that he needs to continue to learn. Uh, like there is an interest about his past. It's not just enough for him to... Um, just to hear that he's a Dumbledore, he wants to learn about that. But what he's what he's figuring out throughout is that his past is a lot more complicated than than he knows, and it actually might not. Basically, the conclusion is is that Grindelwald has been lying. I have a good thought. 
when you're okay, done. Okay, go for it. No, 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 go for it. So go for it. I think this is the reason that this is titled Secrets of Dumbledore is because Credence mm. is looking into the secrets of Dumbledore. Yes. And yes, that's exactly it. what I was thinking. And he's going to go to Godric's Hollow for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. 110%. And he's going to be learning about what he thinks is himself, but mm-hmm. it's actually Ariana. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because it was all set so well hidden. I mean, this is some. Mm-hmm. This is information that didn't really come out until 1997 when the book came, when Rita Skeeter's book mm-hmm. came out. And so this is right. going to be a mm-hmm. lot of. I mean, and of course, this is all in a post that I am releasing on Thursday. I did a post where we're speculating who could could appear in this movie, but one of them is Bethilda Bagshot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who's in Godric's Hollow almost definitely yes. at this time. And so I think that's going to be a part of it is that he's learning this story and maybe he comes all the way up to, maybe he learns the truth from Aberforth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love yeah. to see more Godric's Hollow and more Dumbledore family. A hundred percent. I I agree. That's what I think the, what they meant by the title. The more that I thought mm-hmm. about it, especially since I'm kind of reading through Order of the Phoenix and just seeing how distant Dumbledore has been Mm -hmm. just in this book of just, there's just so much we don't know. Uh, And Credence has been so driven to find out who he is and why his life has gone the way that it's gone that I don't think that him finding out, oh, you're a Dumbledore, like really, it's not going to be enough for him. And I don't think that He's going to let it go. He's going to go discover those secrets for himself. And it's not going to be the answers that he wants. And because of that, he's driven to kill Albus. Like he really wants to. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because there's nothing left for him once he kind of goes through what he goes through. I think he's not going to find out the truth to the very end of this movie if he Mm -hmm. does. And it won't mm-hmm. be till after. I think he has to fight Albus first mm-hmm. and kill the brother that abandoned him. Try to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he'll learn about Aberthorth. I'm not saying things correctly. Aberforth. <laughs> and then he'll learn the truth. And more likely than not, he'll abandon Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. next movie, he'll fight against him and die. Poor Credence, having so many identity crises. <laughs> For real. It's crazy. Yep. But that's what I think Credence needs to be doing in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and and I think we've outlined that pretty, pretty well of some places to where also he can go to kind of discover these kinds of secrets. Um, but let's get back to the task at hand and try to figure out what are Newt, Theseus, Yusuf, Hicks, Jacob, Bunty, what are they doing in this? Hmm. I think that Hicks and Theseus need to be kind of the power duo fighting back Grindelwald cronies, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, goons. Goons. Grindagoons. Grindagoons? No, Grindagoons. No. Anyway, I think they need to be doing most of that. Um, but I think a lot of it's going to be, which is what something we're missing from Grinds of Grindelwald, is, is more creatures. There's going to be so yeah. many new creatures in this because they're going to the the creature magic school. Like, 
if you're a magic zoologist, the place to be is Castello Bruxo, the Brazilian mm-hmm. School of Magic, and that's where they're going. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it's going to be like funny scenes with Bunty and Newt mm-hmm. trying to tell the rest of the team how to deal with creatures or like how to respect creatures and mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff. And then Jacob's just the comedic relief along the way. Yeah. I would love to see Newt with just like an entire army of creatures <laughs> that he just releases. I don't think he'd do that. I really but wonder what I think Newt, it'd be such a fun scene. Newt coming out of the water. Like, I wonder what that scene's going to be about. I have no ideas, but that was a shot from the trailer. Just mm-hmm. a brief little clip. Yeah. And what do we think? So there's another scene which, where he's kind of like coming out of, you know, some some trees. And he hears this like huge kind of like howl, growl. What do we think that's going to be? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's really telling of what Newt's story is going to be. I think Newt has to have a pretty large role again. Mm-hmm. Like Newt is the main character of these series to at least some degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like Newt and then another character gets more time mm-hmm. each one. So the first movie was Jacob. We got more time with <laughs> Jacob. And then like the second one was a couple of people, but Credence, I would say got a lot of a fair chunk of screen time but this one's probably going to be Dumbledore and Credence mm-hmm. but Newt mm-hmm. still has to get like a, a decent sized slice of the pie because that's JK Rowling's character like that's yeah. what she's focusing on it's really it's not it, it I see why she's titling them Fantastic Beasts but it's almost like Newt's commander and the secrets mm-hmm. of Dumbledore mm-hmm. yeah but I don't know what that looks like He's hard. He's such a hard character. He he really is um, to guess. Because if they're to me, if they're discovering creatures, there has to be some significance mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want him to just be kind of like searching for beasts just for the sake of finding them. <laughs> um, but it has to it has to do something that leads to. Grindelwald. Newt, Newt has to be working on him. Newt has to be working on the Blood Pact as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like, and I think mm-hmm. there's there's a hardly any chance that we're not gonna, we're going to see something like like you were saying a big howl. Like I don't think we're going to see a werewolf. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something that we haven't seen or something that we've seen in yeah. the last two movies. Yeah, I don't. It, it's this is how dumb I guess I am. Uh, just in terms of dissecting things from trailer. The first time I saw this, the trailer, I thought that that sound that we heard was like a giant or something. Uh, and so he was going to have to uh, encounter some giants or, or whatever um, and get them to like join Dumbledore's side or, or whatever, which is very improbable. I like the idea of kind of this team is helping Dumbledore with aspects of the blood pact, Mm -hmm. uh, but also kind of like dealing some, some blows to Grindelwald's forces. Uh, And I think that's where uh, Theseus and Hicks kind of comes into play is to maybe for like the first half, like we see in the trailers, you know, like Theseus and New, they're kind of working on like, okay, this is the first stage of this plan that we have to kind of go through. Uh, but then maybe the second part of the second half of the plan 
they split up differently again Mm -hmm. uh, for the purposes of carrying out action against Grindelwald's forces. I just really think that one of the things that this film needs to do really well is to... I think Theseus is key for this film. I think he needs to have a huge role in terms of learning to trust Dumbledore, but also learning from his brother, his Mm -hmm. younger brother, on how to do things. Um, Because it's a funny scene when they're kind of like walking like crabs or whatever. (laughs) Uh, But I think that's a catalyst for Theseus has a certain way that he does things. Newt has a certain way that he does things. Mm -hmm. And I think this is like, this is a film to where we kind of see how both of their ways work in different situations uh, and learning to trust one another mm-hmm. is key for them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so I so here, here's where we're going to kind of lay the foundations of this film. I think with this team, we see them assembled all together. Tina's kind of already been sent on her way to get things done. Dumbledore outlines this plan of, okay, this is what I'm going to need for the blood pact. Then after that, I'm going to need you guys to do this. Like against Grindelwald's forces to kind of help with this big moment that we're going to have once the blood pact is broken. If this doesn't happen, our jobs are going to be a lot harder once Grindelwald has the ability to go after me. Mm -hmm. And for this war to kind of come to a head this needs to happen i think in this opening like kind of part of the movie theseus needs to have a hard time adjusting to it i think he in this moment is just like i don't understand why we're doing x y and z and dumbledore is not going to tell them no right dumbledore is going to be like all right breaking breaking the it's going to be like i don't know like i can't even think of the cartoon i'm thinking of but Oh, I'm thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean where they're like trying to get the boat out of the <laughs> bottle and he's like, I need yes. a goat and a trumpet. Like that's Dumbledore's style uh-huh. of everything. Yes. And so he's going to be like, you, I need a trumpet. You, I need a goat. Not exactly those things, but things mm-hmm. that don't add up. Mm-hmm. And he's not giving all the details. And Theseus is going to probably, De- Theseus is not afraid to call people out. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's going to be kind of his adjusting. Yes. Because I think the way that this movie needs to go, and I think it is going to go, is when Theseus is with Newt to kind of work on this kind of blood pact situation. I think Theseus learns how to trust his brother. But he still has issues with trusting Dumbledore, which is when he once he pairs up with Hicks for the second part of the plan, that is what he's going to learn mm-hmm. on how to trust Dumbledore. Because there's obviously a relationship with Hicks and Dumbledore. Oh, we just Hicks, don't know I'm so is. excited to mm-hmm. um, more of. And so I think she's crucial for, for this part of it because we get to see of she was also once frustrated with Dumbledore and how he went about things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's learned to trust him over the years because maybe he saved her life. Uh, they found themselves in a situation to where they had to trust each other. And so she's devoted to him, is devoted to him for the rest of her life. um, To where I think Theseus almost dies. 
With Hicks, he almost dies. But he doesn't, and somehow, some way in this, he actually accomplishes the mission. Even if it's not the way that he expects it. He thinks it's going to break apart. He thinks it's going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. But for some strange and weird way, things come back together. And he is now kind of like, okay, I'm with the plan. I trust Dumbledore. I trust Newt. I trust our team. I believe in what we're doing. I'm not having second doubts about this. That is how his story kind of moves forward into the fourth film. Uh, I have a question for you, David. Yes. Will the blood pact be broken mm. in this film or not? I don't know how you're going to make it. They're going to make this into five films still, even yeah. from this point of view. Yeah. Well, they have to have some big, gigantic subplot for the fourth one. That's why mm-hmm. I was thinking Dumbledore fake dies, because mm-hmm. that's a way to open up, I guess, the plot. I, I was also thinking that in this film, something drastic had to had to happen. Also, World War something II is that, about to come. This is mm-hmm. the right. this this one's going to build us in. So the fourth mm-hmm. one and fifth one might entirely take place in like the nineteen thirty eight to forty five region. Mm-hmm. So I think I think so too. Um, I think we could have the war break out in this moment. I also think Dumbledore dying, quote-unquote dying, uh, can can take place. I think whatever has to happen, something with the blood pact goes wrong. Mm. Uh, and maybe instead of destroying it, it, it could be affecting, I don't know. I've, I've played with this concept in my head before, but what if instead of helping destroy the blood pack, it, it actually makes it worse to where it's physically daunting for both Dumbledore and Grindelwald? I don't know what that looks like. I don't I know. Don't... I don't think that's what will happen, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if the blood pack will be broken in this film. I think it would make sense if Credence appears to kill Dumbledore. Like he thinks mm-hmm. Dumbledore's dead. Peter Pettigrew style like faking <laughs> his death. Like it has to be that level. Mm-hmm. Not that we we'll all know that Dumbledore is not dead. But then the next movie can be Credence kind of still in Grindelwald's forces but trying to reconcile like he feels like he did something wrong. Yeah, and I think it, it, it could be a really cool thing like you're talking about to where it seems like he's defeated Dumbledore. Um, I don't know. It could be two. It could be twofold. I think it could be like he's kind of like risen the ranks in Grindelwald's army, but now Grindelwald is just kind of like, okay, something's not right about about this. And then Credence internally is struggling with what he has supposedly done. And of course, where, Queenie can read his mind too. Right. Well, that's going to be at least not maybe not the next movie, but Queenie's reading minds will be a dynamic in this one. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I don't think that the blood pact should be destroyed in this movie. Uh, I think that if it is, then they've obviously made the choice of, okay, this is going to be four movies instead of five. Yeah, but I think so, too. 
I don't think that would be likely. I don't see them bringing this down to film. Would it be like whatever they were searching for, whatever they needed, Grindelwald either got to it first or destroyed it um, and then they're left at the end like empty-handed what are we gonna do yeah yeah i don't think this is gonna be an ending i think it's also not gonna end feel good i don't think we're gonna get a feel good ending until i don't know if i guess grindelwald himself personally gets there first well right Um, right i think it it would be like his his top his top followers Mm -hmm. his his most devoted followers are the ones who end up getting there first Mm -hmm. um we have the conflict with kind of Jacob and Queenie going on at this time to where they're able so like they get to whatever artifact that they're looking for they get there first um and Queenie sees Jacob one more time there's just going to be this epic kind of scene to where Grindelwald's forces are going to try and take out you know new Theseus Jacob everyone queenie kind of steps in takes control of the situation but she sacrifices herself in order to save everybody um for them to be able to escape and that is Mm -hmm. how they kind of get out of this situation they think okay so we didn't get that that didn't go so well um and then they find out oh dumbledore's dead Quote unquote. Mm. Uh-huh. Quote unquote. Directed by David Yates. Can we have more color in this version that we're writing for ourselves? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. So, Since we well, mentioned okay, David so, Yates. <laughs> so when when I was when I was watching the trailer, the Warner Brothers thing was definitely brighter yes. than it has mm-hmm. been the last uh, couple A of lot films, of daytime mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Yes. All in yeah. daytime. Not uh, so overcast. I was a fan of that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that is what, for the for the most part, I think that's what needs to needs to happen. Newt and his team are looking for an artifact for Plan A of their plan. Mm-hmm. Part B of their plan is to deal with Grindelwald's forces. Those two kind of things come to a head to where they don't really accomplish it, but they grow together more as mm-hmm. a team. Theseus learns how to trust his team and also Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. We see Credence, aka Aurelius, grow in his power, but also trying to fig- find out about his past and the secrets of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. To where um, he's heard some things and he's figured out some things and has reasons to believe that Albus has it out for him or whatever. And so he goes and he tries to kill him only to re- find out at the end, as Spencer has suggested, that boom, none of what you thought was true is true. Mm-hmm. But he quote unquote kills him anyway. Mm-hmm. Which leads to the next movie to where he's viewed as a high ranking member of Grindelwald's army mm. while being cautiously looked at by Grindelwald himself and is internally dealing with the, still the aftermath of finding out who he 
isn't again. I have a question about the blood pact. Okay. We if, might not have an answer. No, I know, but my, my, <laughs> my thoughts were if Dumbledore fake dies with the blood pact, like my thought would be if one or either of them died, then the blood pact, like it would either diminish or it would, no. like it would. I don't not think, be in existence. I think that's more the Harry and Voldemort prophecy, which mm, it's a it's a can of worms. But David's David's rereading Order of the Phoenix, so you're about to read the chapter where Dumbledore says the prophecy didn't matter. So you can read that and give me your thoughts on that. But yeah, that's kind of a Harry and Voldemort thing, even though I guess it didn't really matter. So I think the blood pact is more like they just can't harm each other. Mm-hmm. Like okay. they will never I just didn't know if there would other. be like some significant like oh, if I'm one sure. of them died, the blood pact wouldn't be in existence anymore. I think whoever like, breaks the would... blood pact will die. I think it's like an unbreakable vow in that sense. Mm. Well. Mm. So like Dumbledore fires a spell at Grindelwald, Dumbledore dies. Well, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that if Dumbledore fake dies... I wondered if the blood pact would be the indicator that he was still alive because it was still in place. Whereas if Dumbledore died, would the blood pact be broken? But Dumbledore has the blood pact. Oh, Oh, okay. So Dumbledore has the object in the last movie. Is he going to have it for the whole thing? Or is Grindelwald going to get it at the end of the movie? Yeah, I think he will. Um, Okay. I think it'd be a really interesting twist if Grindelwald ended up with the blood pact. Because that's Ooh, all. Maybe, yeah, maybe he notices. May, you know, maybe uh, Credence takes it back, like in the middle of the fight. Like, because I mean, they get in the trailer. It seems like they get into close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proximity mm-hmm. of each other. So maybe he like grabs it, um, mm-hmm. and so maybe it would be. I don't know. This is this is so Hollywood for me to say, but maybe like he looks at it and it actually is dim, you know, for like a split like a split moment with Grindelwald. You know, he kind of has it in his hand, mm-hmm. uh, and he kind of like is about to put it in his pocket, and then we see at the very end like it flicker back to life, as mm-hmm. if he didn't actually. Like didn't actually die, but he doesn't. He doesn't see it. Maybe he puts it in a drawer or something like that, yeah. uh, and it kind of flickers back on to life. But maybe we can kind of play around with that kind of idea. Yeah. And maybe, maybe when he quote unquote dies, that kind of happens. To build on that idea, I think Credence could get it, mm-hmm. and Dumbledore's gone, but the blood pact is there. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe the blood pact is such a powerful magical object that can't be destroyed by the means that Dumbledore was destroyed, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Credence gives it to Grindelwald, mm-hmm. an act of like servitude and loyalty. Grindelwald's like thanks Credence, and somewhere maybe at the very end of this film or like in trailers for the next film, probably the end of this film, we see a flicker of some kind, and Grindelwald knows that Dumbledore's still alive. Mm-hmm. So then the next movie, they're all the good guys are trying to fight Grindelwald without Dumbledore, and Grindelwald's looking for Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And Grindelwald's mm-hmm. the only one that knows. And then we get, and maybe 
not that this would be the title, but the next one could be like the secrets of Grindelwald. And then Grindelwald's looking for Dumbledore and there's going to be all the flashbacks of their Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Dumbledore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where to find Dumbledore. I don't know. But I think it'd make more sense if Grindelwald had it. And yeah. he yes. knew mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. That, that's actually a really good... That's good, Spencer. I love that. That sounds awesome. But... Any other thoughts? Anything that we need to break down? I think they should uh, end with fifth one with some kind of like Tom Riddle and credits or ending scene where it kind of builds mm. into the next thing. Or it could be like mm-hmm. a Tom Riddle. I know everyone's asking for like a Voldemort origin series or story or TV series or something. Yeah. And I think we're going to see him later on in this series. Not connected to Grindelwald, but... I think where this gets complicated and this all goes back to JK <laughs> because she doesn't want to do prequels. And I feel like if we tie it in too much. No, this is something we would do. It's not something yeah, that we will. Oh, okay. This is not was, something that will happen. I was like, yeah. Hmm. Because <laughs> if, I would, we were, if we were, in, if we were in charge of creating oh, this shoot. movie. If and, we were in charge, let's have, do it. The Marauders would definitely 110% be the next thing we do. We could do multiple things. We could circle in, you know. Um, I would be down for like a Voldemort like to steal To steal a title, the book of Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Not the both. That's a bad guy. Just that's what's coming. It's what's on my mind. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So this would be something, Abby, that we're pitching to the. Well, in this universe, we don't pitch it to Warner Brothers. We just say, hey, this is happening. Right. Deal with it. We have right. all the power um, in this. Scenario. We have all the power <laughs> to I'm do down. this. I'm down. Um, but yeah, these are just kind of like our thoughts. We could come back to this at another time. I think we're going to have to do another one like after Fantastic Beast 3 yes. for Fantastic Beast 4. <laughs> yes. I'm really glad we got to do this because I like the way that David, because we all have different styles with things. And so David's style of writing rooms are always fun and explorative, mm-hmm. while mine are more like, I wrote a story and I'm going to make everyone listen to it. Whereas Which I have like that's a little zero. Bit what was like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have like I was zero think, creative I was thinking, brain. So I'm I was like, thinking, uh-huh. yeah, mine's is just kind of like, all right, let's throw a pan at a wall and see what sticks. And then, <laughs> and then. Spencer's just like, I've already painted the wall. I've painted the wall. And you guys are looking at <laughs> this it. This is the mural. Everyone look it. at the mural. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. just staring at the wall, scratching my head going, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And all the listeners are like, we're listening to, we're listening to a wall. This doesn't make, I don't know what's going on. I don't see like, anything. <laughs> I don't see anything. And also when they're trying to tell me what's on the wall, I just can't see it. And like, even in my head. But this is a whole lot of fun. I love mm-hmm. doing writing rooms like this. I think it's always fun. Um, I think probably one of my favorite things too, uh, and this may not be for everybody, but I know for me, I love throwing an idea out there and someone saying, okay, maybe not that, maybe this instead. Mm-hmm. I think that's always, I think for me, a fun part of a writing room is kind of seeing where two different ideas can come together and make something 
different than what even I had thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really grateful for both of y'all that we we were able to record this episode and do stuff like this. <laughs> but that's going to do it for us here on the show of Requirement to Harry Potter podcast. Uh, we re- we really appreciate you guys listening in on this as we kind of, you know, having the writer's quill as Spencer so mm-hmm. elegantly stated, uh, being able to create our own story. Now, again, this is not saying that we're doing it better than Warner <laughs> Brothers or what they're going to do. I mean, it might be. We don't know yet. But that's not our intention. Our intention is just to have fun, to uh, be creative in this kind of space that we allow ourselves to have. And so we hope that you will continue to join us as we kind of go through Harry Potter and the Wizarding World that we love. Uh, scheduling thing we're doing episodes three Tuesdays a month this spring so yes. we're going to be back in two weeks from today when if you're listening to this on the day it came out and we're going to be back with a uh, some certainly something <laughs> yes. uh, we are we are next month we are reading through the cursed child um, maybe you can read along with us we're reading uh, act one and two for the first episode so it's not a yes. lot not too much it's gonna be pretty not too in-depth but a little in depth, but maybe it'll just be a we read Cursed Child so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you're coming along with us, that'll be the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Abby, any last words before we sign off? Nope. <laughs> I was trying to be clever. My, my creative brain's done. <laughs> That's all right. But guys, thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, Mischief Managed. <laughs>